This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. A bill to set up a task force to study Indian child welfare in South Dakota has been approved by the State House Judiciary Committee. The bill provides for 17 representatives from tribes and state agencies to hold at least eight meetings before November 2024. Their mission is to look for best practices in strengthening Native families so that children can remain in their homes. Victoria Wicks has more. State Senator Red Dawn Foster told the House Committee that Native people make up 12 percent of South Dakota's population, but more than 60 percent of the children in custody of the State Department of Social Services. She said the task force will try to figure out what underlies that inequity and how to fix it. Looking at and identifying root causes and where we can put the time resources to address those so that the children don't end up in DSS. She said one key step is to address poverty wherever the child lives. If a child is removed, that the adoptive families are receiving the support that they need to care for the children. Foster noted that the U.S. Supreme Court has heard arguments on the constitutionality of the Federal Indian Child Welfare Act, and if that federal law is weakened, South Dakota needs to join several other states in developing laws to fill the gap. Representative Rebecca Reimer questioned if poverty is the only factor in Native children's welfare. I would think there would be multiple conditions or reasons if you would say that they would be removed. Foster said tribes face housing shortages as well as drug and alcohol abuse and a high prison population, but much of it stems from poverty. So looking at all the contributing factors that come along with poverty, Natives are disproportionately affected by that. Reimer objected to the bill as having a goal larger than it would be able to meet, but ultimately she voted in favor of it. Senate Bill 191 now goes to the House floor, and if it passes there, to the governor's desk. For National Native News, I'm Victoria Wicks in Rapid City, South Dakota. Alaska leaders are in Washington, D.C. this week to lobby for the Willow Oil and Gas Development Project, including a number of Alaska Native organizations, This comes as the Biden administration is poised to make a record of decision on the $8 billion prospect that would be developed by ConocoPhillips in the National Petroleum Reserve, Alaska. Nogaro Karcharik is president of the Voice of the Arctic Anupiat, which represents about two dozen North Slope organizations. He says the Willow Project is key to the region's self-determination. So that we're forging that path. Right. And and we're not having it forged for us because without without the development, without the economy, we're reliant on the, on the state and the federal government, right, for what we can and cannot do. The Biden administration has sent out mixed messages about Willow, with the Bureau of Land Management signaling it would approve the project with limits on drilling, while the Interior Department has raised concerns about environmental and subsistence impacts. Environmental groups have said it would escalate climate change, while Nuiksa, the North Slope community closest to Willow, has raised objections. There are worries the development would affect migrating caribou and cause health problems. The Interior and Justice Departments announced Tuesday field hearings will begin this spring to implement the Not Invisible Act to address missing and murdered Indigenous people. The Not Invisible Act Commission is developing recommendations. Members include tribal leaders, federal partners, service providers, family of missing and murdered individuals, and survivors. Public field hearings begin in April and will be held in Oklahoma and Alaska. They'll continue through July in Arizona, Minnesota, New Mexico, California, and Montana. A virtual hearing will also be held later this summer. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Ramona Farms, offering wholesome and delicious foods from our heirloom crops as our contribution to a better diet for the benefit of all people. We are honored to share our centuries-old farming and culinary traditions online at RamonaFarms.com. Support by the American Indian Higher Education Consortium, working to ensure tribal colleges and universities are included in our higher education system. Information on 37 tribal colleges and universities at AIHEC.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.